0: to another episode of A Braver Brand, the podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kate K. McCarthy, and I am so excited because we are closing out September with my friend Frankie Simmons. Frankie is an intuitive business coach who specializes in mindset and visibility strategies for what she calls trailblazing entrepreneurs. Frankie and I have been following each other on the interwebs for a good long while now, and I was so thrilled when she said yes to coming on the podcast because as I scroll through my Instagram feed – seeing her posts brings me so much joy. Not only does she share um, things that are all about authenticity and alignment and lighting up your business, but um, her energy is just so infectious. She harnesses and shares her joy with such um, an unabashed, desire to spread that joy. And I uh, could not be more grateful to be following her and now consider her a friend. Today in our conversation, we talk all about um, how she fell in love with entrepreneurship, all about joy. She says joy is her jam. Um, And what role joy can play in our businesses, what it's looked like for her to reclaim her own joy, and um, why it's so personal and what you need to do to take steps to find what lights you up, especially in those moments when it can feel um, more challenging, more shadowy, when you're in a season where it doesn't feel like things are going your way or when you're just in the middle of that creative muck that happens, um, when you're putting big, brave things out into the world. Our conversation was such a gift, and I cannot wait for you to hear all of her wisdom and her energy and what she has to share. So I'm not going to make you wait any longer. Here's Frankie. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to have you here in like the first month Of our second season. Like, I, this month is just like full of some of my favorite human beings on the internet. And I'm so grateful that you are here amongst them. Um, Every time I scroll through my Instagram feed, you are just like (laughs) a colorful, breath of fresh air. Um, I'm sure you know that your feet is colorful. Um, <laughs> and so I'm so grateful oh, that you would join us. I know. Huh? Um, so grateful that you would join us and share your experience and your wisdom and your stories. And um, I'm so excited to jump in. Um, so rather than introducing you myself, I love to just have our guests introduce themselves. Um, so if you can tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and how you got here, that would be amazing.
1: Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be a part of that lineup. Um, And yeah, my name is Frankie Simmons, and I am an intuitive business coach specializing in mindset and visibility strategies. Um, I'm here to help trailblazing entrepreneurs grow their online empire without sacrificing alignment and authenticity and joy. So um, that's what I do. And I sort of got into this after several years of working with small businesses and um, just sort of evolving what I wanted that to look like. Because I sort of fell in love with entrepreneurs and then had to just figure out the way I wanted that to go. So, um, yeah, so this is what I've landed on. And it's truly been such a joy. I love that.
0: What, okay, tell me what about like entrepreneurship lights you up? Like, why entrepreneurship and why entrepreneurs in particular that you work for? Because I know that like we all get like, when it comes to our dream clients and customers, like there's a different thing about them that lights us up. And I would love to know like what just gets you so jazzed about talking yeah. about it and to them.
1: Totally. Well, so I started out working um, at a, I was on staff at actually an ice cream shop just doing their communications and all their social media. And I sort of just fell in love with that atmosphere of being around these people that I just had this dream and we're working so hard to make it happen and getting to like join up with them and partner with their dream. And that was sort of where this obsession kind of started. And then I actually worked as a accounts manager at a digital marketing agency working for a lot of different small businesses and just kind of saw that story repeated over and over again of like these people that just had this dream, had this thing they needed to see in the world. And then they just went and like made it happen. So I just really loved that. And then in my own life, I've just seen entrepreneurship be this huge, like catalyst for self development and growth. I think when you step into starting your own business, like there are just certain fears and limiting beliefs and stories that like other people can coast around, like having that you just don't get to have anymore, you have to like, grow up, be more self aware. And so it's just beautiful to see like, as you pursue your dream and your passion, it grows you as well. And so it's just become this like, huge obsession of mine of getting to step into people who are doing that and like join up with them. Um, And I just think it makes the world a better place when people are um, pursuing their own passion, it makes every individual a better person. And yeah, uh, and specifically, I really love to work with women because I just have this huge belief that when women are empowered and doing their thing, like the whole world gets better. And so Mm. that's just my like, big thing that gets me out of bed in the morning.
0: Yeah, I love that. I think um, I was just talking to a friend the other day. And I mean, I have this conversation all the time of like, the I've been in business for myself now for four years. And like, Mm -hmm. the amount of growth in those four years, like I didn't, I didn't even know, I don't know the person that I was four years yeah. ago. Cause it's just been like so exponential. And I feel like the only we were saying, you know, I don't know if there's anything like entrepreneurship. And I was like, ah, parenting, I think probably <laughs> parenting is like the only other one where you're like, Oh, Oh, I'm sure. Okay. Everything's changing. And I have to be like, step into like my bravest, strongest self and figure out what is holding me back from that. And so like, when you work in mindset, I would imagine um that there are certain patterns that you see um of the limiting beliefs and patterns that like hold us back, like can you um expand upon some of the like the things that you see I love mm-hmm. the word that you use trailblazing entrepreneurs like what are the things that they in particular I'm gonna say we in particular struggle with when it yeah. comes to those limiting beliefs and like how we're going to talk about joy, like how can we (laughs) shift off of those? Does
1: that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah. um, So I think one of the main things that I see because I work with women so much, um, it's almost this generational thing that you know, for us as women, the ability to like go out and even have a job, much less like start our own business, do our own thing is such a recent thing. Like historically, the ability for us to sit here and have this conversation is like something that a lot of women would never have had access to. So I think there's a lot where women are still sort of learning how to be these like powerful trailblazing humans. And that comes out lot of things that we're changing the roles of society. And that always comes with a lot of like mindset struggles and a lot of things you have to push up against. So I think for women, a lot of it is, you know, we have to learn how to be assertive and how to be powerful and how to work hard. But then at the same time, like we do have this ability to like allow things to be nurtured and be in flow and be a little bit magical that comes with our feminine energy. Um, and obviously both men and women have that ability, but it's um, something that we take on really supernaturally and so it's learning how to be in that space of being direct being assertive being confident but then also retain like the piece of you that just wants things to be joyful and easy and flowy and stuff and I think that we all kind of get stuck in one of those realms of feeling like money has to be super hard and we have to work really hard for it put all this effort in show up yell at people cuss (laughs) people out every day um which isn't the case. It's just the example that we have for most of history is this is what working hard has looked like. Um, and so unwiring that and, and getting back to where we can allow it to be joyful and we can allow it to be easy um, comes with so much work in just like getting down to what you've been taught about money and what your parents showed you about what being a hard worker and a, a participant to society like looks like and, and getting there so that we can be super in flow but then also being able to balance that with like showing up for ourselves and being confident and not being walked over. So it's kind of like finding this balance. Um, and I think that's the struggle that all of us like have to go through is figuring out like where do we want to fall on this spectrum?
0: Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's talk about, I want to talk about joy and I want to talk about, well, first of all, I think it's so fascinating, right? That like in this um, search for like, I think that we all want our businesses to be easier, to have more ease, Mm -hmm. to have more flow. And that actually takes work. Like it's not like ease and flow doesn't mean laziness and like laying in bed all day. Although like every once in a while. Um, (laughs) but like what I love to think about like changing the metrics of success, right. Of like, maybe instead of like, how many people we've yelled at today maybe the metric for success is like how much joy do we have tell me about like one how you see joy as playing a role like what is it what kind of role does it play in our businesses and um I guess what does that look like for you I'm curious
1: yeah well that's interesting like such a good transition from what I was just talking about because I think um just looking back at my own personal history um growing up as a child, I was seen to be like super joyful and sunny. Um, And that was just kind of my blueprint on the world. But um, as I grew up, I sort of started to see that as not being super safe. And I can look back at my life and see how I just retreated into kind of my masculine energy. And I sort of hardened up and thought I had to push really hard. And um, so this past like, I guess year or so has been a lot of me deconditioning. Um, what I think I have to be and getting back to the root of who I am and finding that what's really at the core of my being is like this super intense joy. And I think it's now something that other people are starting to see that I get messages from people who like watch me dance on Instagram. And that's like, you know, the way that they see like joy showing up for me. And it really has become this thing that I do use as a metric of success is just like, how am I pursuing that? And how am I existing in that? and then allowing that to be there for other people and seeing it as, it is just the most important thing, because if we find a business that is successful and that has all the numbers and looks great on paper, but we're not joyful, obviously it's not a business that's worth creating. And so um, that's why the way that I work with my clients um, and what I work to provide in myself is finding the things that are going to, yes, obviously pay my bills, bring in money, make sales, but that really fit who I am as a person um, and that are geared towards my natural gifts because that's when things get to be easy and in flow and super, super joyful because I just get to kind of watch magic happen in my day. Um, And so it's been it. I always say like joy is my jam. Like at this point, it's like the thing above all else that I'm like looking to create every single day. Um, And. I think it brings so much because it it truly is like I was actually talking to my business coach about this like a long time ago. Um, But when we first started to kind of uncover this, I realized that I thought that to be an effective human and to be somebody who could get things done, I had to be really hard and aggressive and super, super like just calling people out on their bullshit and super angry and all these things. Um, But we realized that like if I'm just like sunshine like, what is more powerful than the sun? Like, I just get to, like, melt through things with joy at this point and finding that that's actually, because it's the way that I'm built to operate, it is more powerful for me than, like, just going out there and, like, kicking ass and taking names and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. You're right. Like, what is more powerful than the sun? Nothing. Um, yeah. For you, like, so I loved what you said there at the end of, like, you are built like this way. And like, as a child, all indications point to joy and sunshine. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I would imagine and like, correct me if I'm wrong, that like joy looks different for different people. Um, for somebody who like may not know what joy looks like for them, like maybe they aren't sunshine, maybe they're moonbeams. Um, Mm -hmm. like what, how do you see joy show up, um, in the trailblazing entrepreneurs that you lead?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so it definitely is super, super personal. And I actually, um, call it more like, uh, I think a more universal term is just like being in alignment Mm. is a place of joy for everybody. Like being in the place where your actions line up with your goals and where everything gets to flow, where your skills line up with what you're doing every day. Like that's a place of joy and that's where you can start it to get to see like what is at the center for you start to actualize and start to be a bigger piece of your day so for some people it really is like that super direct calling people on their bullshit like that's where some people super super thrive um and for some people you know it is just feeling peace and it is kind of they are this moonbeam they want to just feel tranquil and they want to feel um like just really really at peace and then for some people it gets to be um you know they just feel like excited every day which is kind of where i exist like i'm i my brand of joy is very much like just bouncing around smiling all the time but it is like just uncovering what that looks like for you mm. and then learning to be super super aware of your own emotions which is a place i don't think a lot of us put much time into of being present in our bodies and aware of our emotions so we can see what the purest form of that looks like for us and then also really quickly recognize like when we are not existing in that place and have the tools to get us back to that. Does
0: that make sense? Oh my gosh. So much sense. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole process, right? Yeah. Um, for somebody, so I had a, I had a conversation with a good friend of mine who like she was in the midst of, um, you know, if like our businesses have seasons, right. And like sometimes Mm -hmm. it's summertime, sometimes it's winter. Right. And like, she was like deep in the midst of her winter and, um, I live in Seattle and like our winter here, like you hit February and you're like, if I have one more day of rain, I'm going to lose it. Right. And so she was like at that place just emotionally in her career and stuff like that. And she, we were talking about joy because I, I am like you a firm believer in it, whatever it ends up looking like Mm -hmm. for that person. Like, I don't know that, like you said, like it doesn't always look like peppiness. Sometimes it looks like, the undercurrent that, um, that keeps you moving forward. Right. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and she was saying like, I, I don't know what brings me joy at this point. Like she was so far in the depths of her winter mm-hmm. that she didn't necessarily know how to take the steps towards her spring. And, um, I'm curious like if for someone like that, and I think that we all kind of, maybe not all of us, I don't know. Um, Step through winter every once in a while. Like, how would you suggest? Like, really basic because I know that it it takes time and it takes work and it takes feeling your feelings and
1: playing around.
0: But like, what's what would be a few like first steps towards spring for her? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Cool. I think the first step is always like like you said, kind of feeling your feelings and actually getting down to what is going on because I think a lot of us when we're in these rough patches just think about the way we talk about it. A lot of times it just comes out as like, oh, I just feel off or I don't know what's missing or I just feel weird. And it's super vague and broad and just kind of this all consuming little cloud that's hanging over us. And we don't know exactly what it's made up of. And so for a lot of us, the first step needs to be just sitting down and being like, okay, what are the pieces that are missing? And um, I love to use journaling practices. Anybody who has existed around any of my challenges or courses or whatever has had a million journaling prompts handed their way because I think it's just a beautiful place to begin to get clarity. So um, this is something that I guide people to do when they're in and off season is just sit down and ask yourself, like, what am I feeling right now? Like, what is going on? How do I feel about my business? And really get into, like, how does that affect my relationships? How does that affect um, my, like, world? How does that feel when I wake up and actually like really get it out? Because I think a lot of us don't articulate the way we're feeling very honestly. We do it in this very vague way. So actually getting it out. And I always tell people just set a timer for five minutes, write everything that comes into your brain, whether it feels weird or irrelevant or whatever, like get it all out there. And once your timer goes off, stop, go back, read over what you wrote And just circle the pieces that really stand out, that surprise you, that feel important, whatever it is. And try to come down to like one or two adjectives that you can actually say like, this is how I feel. So maybe you feel just really disconnected from your purpose or maybe you feel really uh, just fearful of the future or whatever it is, but whatever it is, you get down to something that actually articulates some specifics that you can actually start to work on. And then once you have that, kind of take a look at your business and say, which part of my business feels the most of this emotion right now so if you're feeling disconnected like what is the piece that i feel the most disconnection in um and why is that and so then actually getting down to and maybe it's not your business maybe it's just your life in general but like what is the piece that is carrying this emotion for me and you'll start to see like the reasons why that is and actually get down to it and once you recognize that then you can start to like plan and way forward but it is just you get so up close and personal with our grief that it's like you're standing two centimeters in front of an oil painting and all you see is like blurriness and you don't even know what it's a painting of. Yeah. And then so you just need to give yourself the space to kind of back up, pick your head up a little bit and be like, what is the picture that's being painted right now? What are the materials that are being used? Like what's going on here? Um, and then once you've owned that, the path forward becomes a little bit more clear.
0: I love that. I also think that it gives you uh, like a tremendous amount of like permission to, mm. Mm, it's okay to be a little misaligned, right? Like we, That's, like yeah. that is what it is. And to be able to be able to look at it with honesty, without judgment, with a little bit of perspective, um, and with like, the, did I say the word honesty? Cause I don't know if I did. I think maybe <laughs> I did. Um, but just like to be able to be clear, right. And point it out for what it is without, I think we make ourselves wrong so Mm -hmm. often. Um, And when I say we, I mean me. Um, Yeah. Right. Um,
1: And I think we also sometimes get worried about owning where we're at and getting specific with it because it feels like wallowing or it feels like we're going to make this season go on longer if we pay too much attention to it. And I think especially for any of us who exist in like, um, practicing any sort of like mindset or law of attraction stuff or whatever, we become like very accustomed to like, just feel the good things and say the good things and all that stuff. But really, like if you don't own it and if you don't release it, it just sits inside of you and starts to spiral. And so giving yourself that space to say like for five minutes, I'm going to feel this and I'm not going to shy away from it. I'm going to look it full in the face. And then I'm going to move forward instead of just like carrying around this like super vague, undefined, like sense of dread that you have no idea where it's even coming from because you refuse to like say anything bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was honestly like mm, 25 minutes ago was talking to um, a colleague about that more than 25 minutes ago, but (laughs) about like that part of. Kind of like maybe surface level mindset work, right? Where it's like, you know, good vibes only, and like kind yeah. of like putting our fingers in our ears and being like, la 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 la. Like yeah. I don't yeah. <laughs> I don't feel that thing. That thing doesn't exist. I'm just gonna think about rainbows and butterflies. Mm-hmm. And like if we don't face what actually exists, which is super brave and it's super scary, and like sometimes it's easier to like put our fingers in our ears and scream at the top of our lungs rather than look at it, right? Um, but you can't heal something if you don't feel something first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I love that you said that like joy, joy could be in your work, like a synonym for alignment. Um, Mm -hmm. can you, this might be a little personal, tell us like, what has it looked like for you to become more aligned in your business? And like, how has that shown up? Like, what have you had to maybe let go of? What have you had to step
1: into? Absolutely. Um, I think for me, a lot of it has been just releasing everything that I feel like I have to do or releasing any sort of comparison or any sort of rule book that I have. um, Because I realize like, as entrepreneurs we're surrounded by so many rules of what it looks like to run us like a successful business i mean just think about the amount of blog posts you see every day about like if you're not doing this on instagram like it's gonna fail if you don't have this sales funnel then like you're missing out all of the webinars that we watch all of the like gurus that we follow telling us things and um so our head gets really really cluttered with like all the things we have to do and we lose track of what our hearts actually need, or what our purpose actually is. Um, And so I had to take a little while where I like unfollowed a lot of people that I really respected on Instagram, because I realized that I was just looking for their approval on anything that I wanted to do before I checked with myself. Um, And I had to ban myself from like going to somebody else's website and scrolling through their sales page and looking at like, what are their prices? What are their, like, what are they asking for? Like all of this stuff and just be like, okay, what do I feel like is the right thing to do? And I actually like changed up some of my packages and some of my pricings and like, you know, changed up the way that I run my sales calls and like all this stuff that I feel like if I showed that to maybe like somebody I really respect in the online space, they'd probably disagree with it. But having to like take the space of being like, that's fine. Like you can disagree with it because your way works for you. And that's amazing. But like, this is what I have to do mm-hmm. for my purpose the things that I'm here to serve. And so just realizing like, who are you asking permission from? And how is that taking you away from your actual purpose was like something I had to do with myself over and over and over again until I finally got more comfortable with my own sense of what was right and wrong right. than somebody else's.
0: Right. For you. And I think it can feel, um, a little rebellious, right? Like I know that for myself, like I've made a lot of choices, especially like, I mean, as you continue to grow and you like have that learning curve, right. Of like, Oh, this is something about myself, um, Mm -hmm. that I didn't know before. I didn't know six months ago. Um, making those choices can feel like, okay, you really have to have like a level of, trust. I think, um, I think that alignment, right. Like to be able to do alignments right, Mm -hmm. which is like such a weird phrase to say. Um, (laughs) but it means like a depth of self-awareness and like a trust that like your decisions that you make for yourself are going to be right for you based on the information you have right now.
1: Absolutely. Which is so big. It does feel a little bit rebellious and it feels sometimes like almost like disrespectful, like to look at somebody like, this is totally just an example, just a hypothetical, but looking at like maybe Jenna Kudger or something and being like, you've got a super successful business and you're rocking it. I think that I can do this better in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, it <laughs> feels like who am I to even say that? And like, am I being mean? Am I being bitchy? Am I like, what's going on? But being able to approach it from like, it doesn't have to be a right or a wrong. Like it can just be, what me. worked for them, you can send that out with blessings and say, yeah. like, "Oh, you girl, that's amazing." Yeah. I'm gonna try something different. But it does, I think, feel like we are saying something bad about somebody else when we choose a different way. And it's hard to like own that we can respect somebody without having to do everything they do.
0: I I think that that's true, and I think that it's also a level of, like, okay, and I can know myself well enough to know that, like, if I tried to do everything that, like, quote unquote, should be done in all Mm -hmm. of the things online, that, like, it would lead me farther away from myself, and to be able to claim your own self-awareness and your own joy first I think is huge. How have you seen either for yourself, but also for like your community members, you have like a thriving Facebook group,
1: you've got Mm -hmm. an
0: Instagram feed that just won't quit, um, (laughs) which I love. And, uh, how have you seen the level of alignment and discovering what joy means for them or, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, how have you seen that lead to more sales or more aligned business practices?
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, for me, it's been hugely, like, has brought so much for me to just, like, start to only do the things that feel super good because it's opened up the space in my brain for, like, ideas to come through that I'm, like, really excited about. Um, And I've learned to be able to follow that. And so when you're following everybody else's rules, there's, like, no way that your brain has enough space in it to even, like, think of anything original. And so opening up those doors has allowed me to bring some stuff into the world that I believe is like truly unlike anything else anybody can create. And like that has been super joyful and obviously super profitable because it brings people in and like sets you apart from the crowd. And, um, you know, for my clients and for my, you know, group members and all of that stuff, it just is, it's a process of you refine what you're supposed to do And it gives you a sense of confidence and clarity um, because you realize that you are a unique person that you have a unique gift and that it gives you the ability to speak about it. And then that confidence, it brings you more joy, it releases you from the anxiety and the fear and the guilt, but it also like brings the people who have been looking and just like aching for somebody like you to exist into your world because you don't even realize like who you're missing out on when you're trying to follow all these other rules because somebody is wandering around being like, damn, like I really, really wish that somebody would offer this thing or do things this way. But everybody is following this one like gal who's like super, super big. And so it it allows you to bring in the people who actually really appreciate you and that you didn't even know existed. And so it's just a really beautiful process of like, it brings you more internal peace, which is always, I mean, the goal. if that's the only thing you get yeah. from any training, like, isn't that totally worth it? Mm-hmm. But then it also, like, makes you money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's incredible.
0: So I think that that's amazing. I think it's really interesting, too. Like, I, like you, firmly believe that each and every one of us has a purpose, right? That, like,
1: mm-hmm. there's no
0: one out there that does what you do in the same way. Like for the same people, right? Like each of us has this like really unique, which is hard sometimes when you are bathed in social media, right? To be like, I had a call last week with a woman who, um, she also is a business coach and she was like really, really set on figuring out how we did things differently. And we were speaking totally different languages. And so it was obvious that we were doing things differently, but, um, (laughs) There are, you know, a million and a half business coaches, but all of us do something totally unique for an entirely unique subset of human beings. And the idea that we have in our head that like the only way to get our totally unique gift in the world is by following the plan that's worked for quote unquote everybody else. It's just like bananas, right? Exactly. (laughs) That we think that this like same set of steps is going to work for you and your unique gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's because like we crave certainty and like, we really want to know that there's like a right path, but like maybe the only right path
1: is joy. Yeah. I love it. Be- yeah. Oh,
0: so good. Um, so as you know, the name of this podcast is a braver brand and it's all about doing business differently, which is exactly what we've been talking about. Um, but it's also about courage. And it's about what bravery means. And so as we wrap up, I would love to know for you, whether it's in life or business or both, who or what makes you feel your bravest?
1: Yeah, Um, I love that question. And it's something that I think about a lot that being an entrepreneur has opened me up to my new favorite feeling in the world which is this kind of mix of like super, super excitement and then like sheer terror where like your heart is just lit up and like, Oh my gosh, we're doing this. I'm so excited. And your logical brain is like, what in the world is going on? Um, it's my new favorite feeling in the world. It's like, I'm no adrenaline junkie, but I will chase that feeling. Um, and it comes with, you know, investing in programs and spending your money that way, or, jumping out on a limb and, and talking to maybe it's even just like a lead that you really love, like talking to them super directly. Like there's tiny little places that that shows up constantly. And every time I watch myself flex that muscle and do something that's terrifying, but that makes my soul really joyful. Um, and every time I watch it become like easier and easier for me to step into that place of fear and faith, like makes me feel like the bravest person ever. And so I feel like the, the deeper I walk into this, the more constantly I feel brave. But it's just those little decisions every single day that make me feel like a really courageous human.
0: Oh, like you just made me cry a little bit. Oh. Um, so good. Because what you're talking about is like that's bravery, right? And I think that like the only way to continue to do things that are meaningful is to, like, visit that space where you said, like, the space of fear and faith. I love that phrase. Yeah. Um, often because it does it, – the feeling never goes away, right? That, like, sheer terror and total thrilling excitement, nervous, I know that this is what I have to do, but holy shit, I can't believe I'm doing it. Yeah. Feeling, <laughs> like – that's where the magic happens in our lives and our businesses. Like when I think back, like nothing good in my life, nothing has ever happened where that place has not been present in some way or another. Right. Like it's such a powerful feeling. And I love that. Like you feel your bravest by actively flexing that courage muscle. And I think that that's huge. You're going to do big things, kid. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, Thank you for that. I love that. So, um, with that being said, where can our audience, our listeners, our brave brand followers um, find you on the internet? And like, what do you have coming up so that we can eat it all up?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, you can follow me on Instagram at Um I love to have dance parties in my Instagram stories and, yes. and just give all the saturation and inspiration to my people. So come join the party over there. It's super fun. Um, You can also join my free Facebook group, which is called The Mindful Marketer, where we do a lot of really awesome community building challenges, and it's my favorite place. Um, And what I have going on right now is I am getting ready to launch another round of my signature five-week course, which is called Lead With Your Magic. I've run a couple of rounds of this in the past, and every time it just brings so much transformation and clarity and confidence um, to the people in there. I only welcome, like, seven women in every time. So it's super intimate and beautiful, but it's just a five week process where we go through, um, your content and your story and talk about the way that you're showing up right now and how that reflects who you are and how we can make it more aligned. And it's just an amazing time of stepping into your power, finding that joy, and then, leaning deeper into your purpose. And so, um, anybody sounds like that's what they need. I would love to hear from you and see if you'd be a good fit for, um, this next round that we've got starting in October. Beautiful. I'm going
0: to leave all of those links so that they can just scroll on down and click all the things (laughs) it'll be in the show notes, but make sure that you find and follow Frankie. Um, your dance videos give me life. I'm a (laughs) massive fan of daily dance parties.
1: Wonderful, yeah.
0: And I think that I mentioned meant to say this before. I think I think especially like as women, we at some point in our lives, like maybe adolescence, right? Like we become disconnected from our bodies. And I feel yeah. like dance is one of those ways that like we reintegrate ourselves, like our oh, ask- souls back into our physical form. And um I just love that like you claim what makes you joyful, like through movement. And then you're like brave enough to put it on the internet, which I just think is like the best thing.
1: Yeah. It's so fun. And it serves so many purposes mm-hmm. for me. Like it, it is that joyful expression. It's also, I found that it's the best way for me to get ideas moving is just to like yeah. get up, shake a little bit. Um, <laughs> and so it's just like this hugely powerful tool, that I know comes off as just, like, super silly, and I'm really glad that it does, but it's also, like, the most important piece of my day.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's really, what's really interesting, too, is, like, the silliest thing, right, is also, like, when you think about fear, too, like, sometimes those go hand in hand of, like, it's mm-hmm. also totally goofy, but super brave to let people see our joy. Like, it's so yeah. vulnerable. Absolutely. Um, and I love that you just package that up in 15 second incre- increments and like, let us see you do your thing. So, um yeah. thank you for that as a follower and a fan. Thank you for that. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. It was such a gift to be able to talk with you and y'all just find her. You have to find her on the internet.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This has been such a joy. Um, and I'm so glad to be a part of this.
0: Thank you so much for listening to a braver brand to find more resources, show notes, and exclusives head to www.katekmccarthy.com. If you loved this episode, make sure that you subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And while you're at it, leave a rating and review. Our work relies on listeners like you, and we're grateful each and every time you spread the word, whether this is your first episode or you've listened to us since day one, you know that I am all about Instagram. Come find me at Kate K. McCarthy and then reach out and say hi. I adore you already. Thank you to everyone who makes this podcast possible. A Braver Brand is produced by me and my slam bang behind the scenes team. Catch you next time.